All right. This headline is alarming, but I think we need to put it in perspective. The headline is drug possession charges dropped across Ontario at unprecedented rates. Joseph Newberger is our Global News 640 Toronto legal analyst. He joins the show to give us some perspective. Joe, what's going on here? Because a headline for some could seem like, you know, mayhem will ensue on the streets here. Everything is, you know, going to hell in a handbasket. What is what's at the heart of this story? Yeah, you, you raise a good point. Nobody should be uh, concerned about this at all. And I think it's a move in the right direction. But I, I'll tell you about some concerns. So first of all, we have the crush of the pandemic causing significant backlog in our justice system. And there's only so many resources and so much money you can throw at any given system in a province. And considering the spending on healthcare and schools and everything else, you know, it's not like you can hire 200 more judges and build more courthouses. So the reality is those cases which are much lower on the risk threshold need to be diverted out of the system. So what we see from the charts across uh, Ontario, that the um, cases of more simple possession of various drug offenses, so whether it's cocaine or marijuana or other stuff, and marijuana is legalized to a certain amount, um, these are being withdrawn. And you may have possession for the purposes in certain cases being withdrawn simply because there is a a vast backlog, and there is a realization that's been brewing now for several uh, years that prosecuting many of these people uh, who are really just addicted, who have various illnesses, including mental health issues, is really not in the public interest. And so this is what we're seeing happening. Um, The only concern that I have right now is when you look at the stats across the province, we don't really have uniformity in, Mm. in each jurisdiction. And what's at the heart of that? Why don't we have your uniformity? Has there always been a divide? Yeah. So again, excellent point. So yeah, I think there has been because I think from jurisdiction to jurisdiction, um, it's been guided by, you know, the caseload. And so if you look at jurisdictions like Brampton um, or Newmarket, which are large jurisdictions, there's much greater pressure uh, to get out the of the, the charges that are, are so minimal and will still take up a lot of time. But in other jurisdictions like Thunder Bay, which doesn't have the same uh, stats, you're not seeing the same amount of withdrawal. So what the mystery here is, and it's not clear to me and to others, is why are we seeing these divides? And what we need is more of a uniform policy across the province and frankly across Canada, where there's you know certain uh, factors to take into consideration that must be applied in withdrawing rather than just simply leaving it up to each individual jurisdiction. I mean, crown attorneys must have discretion. That that goes without saying to assess the cases. But I think we need some better guidance because a place like Thunder Bay, they're dealing with a, a, a vast amount of people from the indigenous community, mm. and those are definitely cases that have to be moved out of the system and dealt with in a much more holistic manner. So. We're getting there, and I think there's a realization that these more minor drug cases have to get out of the system. And I still think there's also a trend now where people are coming more to terms with what it means to decriminalize uh, a whole host of drug offenses. What's the difference between uh, withdrawing uh, a case and, and staying a case? So um, withdrawing means it's it's completely withdrawn. A stay, uh, so the Crown Attorney can enter a stay uh, and any time during the course of one year from the date that the stay was entered, the Crown can reinitiate a prosecution. So 
Um, and, and, you know, frankly, if a charge is withdrawn, it doesn't prevent the Crown from relaying. So it's essentially the same thing. Um, but a stay is more like we're not letting the person off completely. It's not like a complete vindication. Um, I prefer that instead of staying charges, again, that there's some uniformity, just withdraw. The stay has a little bit of a stigma to it, even though in law it means absolutely nothing. A stay is equal to a withdrawal, equal mm-hmm. to innocence under the law. But I like to see it just all charges withdrawn. Who cares about the stay process? Joe, uh, in the past 12 months, they're saying, uh, according to the CBC report, that Ontario has withdrawn or stayed 85% of drug possession charges in the system before they ever reached trial. Now, yeah. some people listening, I can understand why they're like, you've got to be kidding me. Is nothing being done? Well, there are things being done because less serious charges could be uh, diverted into uh, treatment programs or volunteering in the community. And some people say this is the way we have to look at these drug cases because uh, that the idea is that drug possession charges are often an underlying symptom of drug addiction. This is a symptom of drug addiction. It's just, it's going to happen. You're, you're absolutely correct. 100% correct. So you're dealing with a lot of people who have various issues, one of which is addiction in of itself, which is very serious illness. And sometimes you have that aligned with depression where people are self-medicating or anxiety or other things. So they need treatment. So in many cases, they're diverted to treatment programs or in some cases where treatment may not be necessary in a particular instance, they're off doing volunteer work, which is very good for the community and they divert the charges. And so I think this is a good way of dealing with it where somebody is still taking responsibility and dealing with the issues, but we need also more of a uniform way of dealing with these health issues because there's related health issues that we're going to have to address more robustly in the healthcare system to try and help these individuals so they don't come back into the criminal justice system. And that's why I'm saying we got to look at decriminalizing in, in a much larger fashion soon to try and get, get this out of the criminal justice system and deal with it in a healthcare basis. I think it's interesting that the catalyst was the the pandemic, a health issue, uh, which could lead to actually us treating, um, you know, drug possession as a health issue as well. Yeah, I mean, there there has been a, a call for this for several years. You know, defense lawyers have been saying this. Uh, professors have been saying this. People in the healthcare profession, you know, you know, there's many who work within the mental health facilities and have been saying this. But you're right, the pandemic has pushed this to the fore because we have the crush of cases and now everybody has to take a look at the system and say, okay, how do we deal with the more serious criminal cases so they don't get stayed for delay? Uh, And the way to do that is to now look at these lesser serious cases and really drill down and see that we are dealing with a health issue here where Canadians need help, not criminalization. It's just another way that COVID's forced us into uh, changing our perspective, the way we look at things. Kelly, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Joseph, it's always a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for making sense of this headline. I think it uh, was one of those headlines that could cause someone's head to explode. Uh, But now that you've made sense of it, uh, all is good in the world. (laughs) Well, Kelly, thank you for addressing it. Take care. Joseph Newberger, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, legal analyst.